When Legion travels back in time to try and take down Magneto, he misses and kills Xavier, and the world we know set to restart. This is the dawning of the Age of Apocalypse, Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse. <laughs> Apocalypse. That was absolutely beautiful way to start my day. I mean, I have a second verse. Uh, oh, let's get it. Let's get it right now. The horsemen are all master planning. Oh my God. Flatskins are being pushed around. <laughs> Sinister's machinations, a stranger's memories causing visions. Magneto comes to a revelation, a twisted mental liberation. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Oh my God. Oh my Lanta Santa. That was amazing. So not only is it kind of in tune to age of aquarius kind of spot on a second verse are you kidding me harmony and understanding it was perfect cool sympathy and trust abounding i'm not trying to toot my own horn toot toot right but that also gives you a brief intro into the story that's about to happen yeah i know i like i really i was super into that i mean for those of you who don't know, I was in hair in college and, and hair is a musical near and dear to my heart. I actually got a tattoo after being in the show. So any song from that show is fantastic to me. And especially with an X-Men twist. Especially with an X-Men twist. Are you kidding me? Welcome to the X-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. Clearly today we are talking about the Age of Apocalypse. We are talking about the beginning of the Age of Apocalypse. Oh, just the start. Just the start because the Age of Apocalypse is pretty big. Uh, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So maybe the only seminal moment that might compare to Hoxpox in terms of impact on the line and scope of storytelling. Uh-oh. Marvel abruptly pauses the entire X-Men comics line. No real indication that it would ever come back. At the time, we're talking Uncanny X-Men, X-Men, X-Force, X-Factor, Generation X, Wolverine, Cable, a handful of others. They just they just weren't there anymore. They just weren't producing them? They weren't coming out as those issues. What happened instead following... There, the only indication was a crossover story leading into this happening called Legion Quest, which okay. was kind of what I was alluding to in the beginning in the first... The first stanza. Yes. When Legion travels back in time to try and kill Magneto. Oh. But accidentally kills Xavier. Whoops. And sets this whole new timeline into play. And so Apocalypse realizes that there's something different. There's something off. And he moves his moves into play much sooner. Oh, Apocalypse. When Xavier is dying, he turns to Magneto and says, carry out my dream. Form the X-Men. Because he dies before the X-Men even even started. This is, you know, way, way back. There happened to be one other person that sees this event happening. So this is a a different timeline? Yes. This is Earth 295 now. 295. Okay. Got it. Do you know who Legion is? Um, Not really. The, 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 there was the show Legion. We watched some of it. 
We can watch more of it. I do not recall. Okay, well, so Legion, David Holler, is Xavier's son. Okay. Oh. With a woman, Gabrielle Holler. Okay. Which interestingly ties into some current events. The trial of Magneto was just announced. Yes. As a upcoming event of some kind. Whether it's, I don't know if it's a, a mini or an ongoing. I can't imagine that it's an ongoing series. But in August, there will be a book called The Trial of Magneto. Gabrielle Holler was Magneto's lawyer during the first trial of Magneto in X-Men 200, Uncanny X-Men 200. But that was all in 616. Right. Okay. So this is 295. This now branches off into a different timeline. Because somebody killed Charles before he, Legion killed, his son? His son. Killed him before he could start the X-Men. Right. Oh my, oh my. Okay, so like. When do I get the comic? Marvel Unlimited, folks. Get it. Use it. It's dope. It's dope, and it has the full Age of Apocalypse event. But we are reading today X-Men Alpha number one. Okay, we got it. This cover is... Really awesome. Yeah. All different looks, brand new team lineup, just all these differences. All, so many, So many things. Well, you know, so many years have gone by. And we're jumping right in. We are in media res on the Age of Apocalypse. A new world. A new beginning. X-Men Alpha. Who that? That Blink? Yeah, oh yeah. <gasps> Blink. It's funny. And so you know Blink. You like Blink, especially from The Gifted. Yes. And then we read Phalanx Covenant. Yes. And Blink, spoiler alert, dies at the end of that arc. Yes. This Blink is more... Frequently the one that then shows up later on. Oh. This Blink from the Age of Apocalypse timeline. Interesting. So this is Blink. Is that Gambit? Behind Wolverine. Yeah. yeah, and then Wolverine. And then... Missing a hand, Wolverine. Oh, snap. And then I heard Quicksilver? Oh, yeah. I heard a story from Adam Kubert where he had to go into a pitch meeting for this story. And they were like, we need something. We need something for Wolverine. We need just like a new plan or a new design. And he just drew this version of him without a hand, not knowing anything about what happened to his hand or what this was. And they're like, we love it. They're like, yeah, let's do it. It's great. My goodness. Okay. So then we have Quicksilver, Nightcrawler, Mm -hmm. Rachel. That's Jean. That's Jean. She looked a lot like Rachel to me. Oh, yeah. This was in the phase of Marvel where they were like, Rachel who? <laughs> oh, poor Rachel. Well, she was in Excalibur. That's, okay. That's who Rachel. And then is that Pyro? Who is this flying fire? Sunfire. Oh, Sunfire looking. talk about the more recent X-Men lineup as we're coming in with Sunfire joining the team. This is a, a great Sunfire story. Okay. And is is this supposed to be Bishop? Or yes. is this, okay, because his eye kind of gives me cable vibes, hmm. but okay. And then there's Magneto, but who does in a green cape? Check the hair. Rogue? Oh, yeah. What? Magneto and Rogue together on like a king and queen kind of pedestal situation. You're reading into it the right way. I'm liking it. And then who's over here? Who's on the backside? Who are these people? Who is this? Sabretooth? Sabretooth. Wild child. Who you, I don't think you would guess. No. Jubilee. Yeah, there's Jubilee. I did see her. And then Colossus. Colossus. This is when you said Colossus was a bad guy. No. No. Not. No, it's not. Okay, shall we dive in? 
We shall. <gasps> a page turn noise. A Welcome to Seattle. We're in a somewhat of a wasteland as we have this single character climbing up these dead bodies. Ooh. Yeah, throws you right into this apocalyptic world. Ha ha ha. Whoa. All right. Already the art in this is amazing. Yeah, it's really intense. And it's just, you know, this was a gamble. When I talked about them pausing everything, nobody at Marvel knew, you know, would this work out? We talked to the Leewalds. This actually came from an idea from one of their scripts. Yeah. How long was this pause? Like, how long did people go with no X-Men comics? So there were X-Men comics. It's just they were all under different names. So after this launch, there were a handful of titles that now were brand new so instead of wolverine there was weapon x oh instead of uncanny x-men and x-men there was the amazing x-men and the astonishing x-men okay so they're just flipping the script yeah and they started brand new titles brand new runs only telling this world this story cray cray but people loved it it went crazy this is in 1995 this came out well that's good but this art is really cool and i really like the layout of the page especially as he's looking over this wasteland this yeah just like this diagonal top image and then these slowly more revealing slowly getting larger under images that go across you know you think about a story that throws you in this is exactly that yeah this is a story that as you're experiencing it right now you know if you look on marvel unlimited the way that they'll organize the issues is not in chronological order they'll try to give you a little bit of context so you're not as bewildered jumping in there's a mini series that comes before it. That's actually a Blink mini series. Oh, the first really? three issues, and then there's I think X Men Chronicles is something that kind of level sets. Also, the fact that we didn't read Legion Quest, which was the crossover story that led into this happening. But okay, this confusion, this like, what is this? As this narration of memories of a different time, a time of what? Most non mutants have fled. North America was no longer the province of the Homo sapiens. Some stayed in their homes. So he finds this, this man. Who are you, hooded figure? Girl comes running in on the next page. They're coming! Running as if the hounds of hell were chasing her. And we get a little bit of an indication of who this hood figure might be as we see his eyes and complexion. Ooh. Bishop. Our mystery man is not of the humans, as it says, but cradles this girl to try and soothe her worries. Oh. oh, big green robot people. They're here. No. Who are they? Who are they? Lord Eunice and his men, the Infinites. There stands the runaway urchin. I see her. I also see she's made a friend. So these guys are hunting down humans that are still in North America, but also rogue mutants that are not pledged to the cause this is intense oh yeah i really just can't get over this art it's so vibrant the colors are so amazing we will talk about the artistic team when we get to that page that page gene tracers track all homo sapiens but they weren't able to detect him this uh, interesting spat between the men as Eunice attacks the stranger the girl's not dead which is great. She's still, you know, I thought, I honestly, uh, when I was rereading this, I thought she had died, but then she's still in that bottom panel crying. Yes. Surely you know of the leader and you're not like the rest of the flat scans running. Hey, flat scans. There's that word again. Flat scans. 
and they realize something's wrong. He, he absorbs my power. Impossible. Unless he too is a mutant. Uh oh. And even the woman was like, no. You know, like she thought that this guy was trying to help her. Well, yeah. So, I mean, he was, but she thinks all mutants are uh, bad. Right. Because of these buffoons. Yep. Kill the, him. The stranger is a traitor to the race, to his race. Stop your gum flapping and kill him. We're on the clock here. Stop your gum flapping. Not so fast, says <laughs> someone from off the page. Yeah. Splash reveal, and we get the X-Men. The X-Men with Sabretooth on the team? After all, we traitors like to stick together. Oh, my Lanta. And even Magneto introduces them, so say the X-Men. Oh, there's Storm and Iceman. They weren't on the cover. Nope. Why? And Morph, who... Is that Morph down below, like next to Sabretooth? No, it's Morph right next to, right behind Rogue. Oh, he looks like um the guy from Thanos' army. Oh, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> the one who's like... Squidward. Yeah. <laughs> who like moves things with his mind or whatever. I can't think of his name. Ebony Maw. There you Ma. go. Ma. Okay, so the X-Men are here. Beginnings. A new era in the lives of the amazing X-Men. Even starts to tease the, the title. The amazing X-Men. Story by Scott Lobdell. Dialogue by Mark Wade. Pencils by Roger Cruz with Steve Epting, who actually Steve Epting did the picture that we shared today of Mystique for Mother's Ooh, Day. Oh, for Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. To all Belated. the mother figures. This will come out on Monday. And then you'll listen to it whenever you listen to it. Who knows? Whenever you listen to it. But just yeah. know that we were wishing you a happy Mother's Day right now. Yeah, we were on time. <laughs> Share this with your mom. She might like X-Men. She Inks by know. Tom Townsend with Dan Panosian. Letters. Starkings with the Comic Craftsman. Colors by Steve Buccioletto with the Electric Crayons. Editor Bob Harris. Chief Tom DeFalco. Woohoo. Diving in. All right. Why does this Sabretooth have this this other guy on a chain? Wild child. Is he Sabretooth's child? No. Oh, okay. But He's just responsible for him. Yeah. He's kinda. his little pet. And they have little matching necklaces. Oh, it's cute. Which also match Magneto's adornment. Yes. But they have a, a complicated re- relationship. The epic hand coming out. I love Wild Child like as he's coming towards you right now. Yeah, this is a cool page because it's basically like you're seeing both sides of them charging. You know, yeah. we have Sabretooth and Wild Child on the left, and then I don't remember what these green robot the dudes infinites. are called. The infinites. They're they're charging on the right. It's good stuff. So now we fight. Blink trying to talk down Sabretooth, but he is just too savage and rogue more so. As they really just get into this battle. We have a couple of panels of them all fighting Rogue with her massive punch. Blam! She just, she just knocks that dude right out. But then a spear from behind as Nightcrawler has her back. I, I love this Nightcrawler design. Yeah. You know, I'm a big fan of the classic Nightcrawler. Don't get me wrong. But just, his little like kind of lightning bolt thing over his yeah, eye. Yeah. And the padding. The just you know, It's a cool different take on He's him. He's very rock and roll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He saves Rogue from the spear. We got an X-Men flex on the next page. Rogue is just 
so great in this in in general but especially in this and you have morph who literally morphs into a wall so that it catches quote unquote the infinite that rogue throws <laughs> oh. quickly conquered by our team of quote unquote heroes as Eunice sneaks in and threatens Magneto with a plastic gun a plastic gun yeah you know it, all that stuff from the movies where they try and attack Magneto, but they know oh, not to bring right. metal. Metal. Right. I was like, a fake? Why does he have a toy gun? Yeah. No, Alicia, no. Brat, Uh-oh. Call off your X-Men or be a martyr. I win either way. Uh-oh. No, you don't. Ooh, look at this Magneto eye. Yeah. Eee. I uh, love a close-up of Magneto's eyes deep yeah. in his helmet. Yeah. And also just his his different, like, there's subtle design differences in his costume. Yeah. But the shrouded and mystery helmet, the, the long hair. Long hair don't care? No. Nah, he don't care about you infinites. And then Iceman. Ice defense. You've got Whoa. this mouthless Iceman with his icy word bubbles, which I kind of love. Yeah. It's awesome. It's vis- visually, visually, this issue is epic. They would have gotten you, Magneto. Pietro would have intercepted his bullets with ease, but maybe if he didn't next time. If is Pietro his son in this? Oh yeah. Yes. And this. Where's this, his sister? This is technically before that retcon. Okay, so where does Scarlet Witch at? Uh, she's not necessarily actually in this. Bummer. She, she did. She's what? <laughs> She's dead? What about Polaris, the other sister? We'll stay on this issue for the focus at hand. <laughs> okay. On the next page, we got Sad Nito. Oh, because we've had Mad Nito, so now we have Sad Nito. <laughs> Honestly, I have like three or four of those. Oh, my God. And he's monologuing about these soldiers of apocalypse. The X-Men stand victorious, but atop the ashes of those who have paid the price for genetic intolerance, Oof. crushing any hope that humans and mutants might someday exist in harmony. What? Who is this guy? This is not Magneto that I know. But he's doing the Charles's dream he, thing. He's on the Charles train. Woo-woo. Oh, my God. When he tells Quicksilver, you know, to think that I, too, once believed in mutant rule. You, father? I, I cannot imagine. Right. So this this is a Magneto so far from what we know. So far from the character that we've seen in current comics or in current comics to this time, he's been radicalized by the death of his dear friend. Wow. Or unradicalized, you know? Yeah, I guess reversed. Yeah, I guess wherever the radicalization wheel goes. It made him calm the heck down. Yeah. It made him stay as, you know, we, we talked about this in our last seminal moment, how the big arc to his turn to good his his yeah collaboration with the x-men which actually starts in that same issue that i was just referencing x-men 200 the trial of magneto where xavier's dying he goes off into space to be saved by lalandra lalandra and and magneto takes over as headmaster of the school guiding the new mutants being a member of the x-men but then that kind of all gets turned around as they go back to basics in x-men number one 1991 this shows the Magneto still had inside him the the will, the desire to do and carry out Charles Xavier's dream. Mm. That last panel on this page, lamenting, lamenting the death of Xavier, the greatest man I have ever known. 
He was my boyfriend. <laughs> I loved him. Xavier had a dream, a vision of racial unity. Yeah. Wow. That's. And he's talking about just this, you know, a disappointed ghost Xavier watching over them, underscoring the setup that we've seen of Legion Quest. The fact that, you know, his friend died. Magneto feels as though he's failing and, and visibly it seems to be so. Yeah, but like what can we just what what is this giant pile of bodies that they're standing over? These are all the flat scans. Oh my god. Apocalypse is Why conquered. does that one on the bottom look like Angelica from the Rugrats' Barbie doll? <laughs> I don't know. Totally Cynthia. It's Cynthia. Good pull. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, yeah, Everybody go back, look at this page, you'll see Cynthia. She's on the bottom. The bottom and, right. And left then maybe hand also corner. Google Cynthia from the Rugrats in case you don't in know. In case you don't know, but there she is. <laughs> my goodness. Okay. He feels that he's failing. And it seems to be so as you look at this giant pile of dead bodies. They're definitely on the losing end right now, it seems. Yeah. Even more so than one might consider the X-Men on the losing side of their pursuing their dream of unity between the humans and mutants. Well, it definitely seems like there's something working against that. Yeah. So let's go question the stranger with Creed. Oh, the stranger because Bishop's not on their team yet. He is the stranger. He is the one that has just appeared. Whoever he is, he ain't talking. Yeah. And we reveal it's Bishop. And you can tell it's Bishop because he has the M over his eye. Oh, I see. Now it looks like an M. Mm -hmm. I can see the full M now. Oh, yeah. Magneto recognizes him immediately. You. Murderer. Yeah. Bishop comes at a murderer. Your fault. All of it. What? He has no idea what you're talking about, Bishop. Right, Right. What are you talking about, Bishop? We only get really sputters of the past. Legion, warp time, killed Xavier, let him die. Not our world, all twisted. Your, your fault. Whoa. There's choppy word bubbles as he's trying to piece together what he knows, reaffirming what we know about why we're in this world or what we have been set up to know why we're in this world. So this is not just like an alternate, these people have been displaced? Have the X-Men been displaced into this other world, or these are alternate versions of them, but Bishop is... So Bishop has, and I'll tell you, this is not something that you would necessarily know at this time. Okay. Bishop was there when Legion killed Xavier. Okay. Because of him now being, he's displaced. He has, and he's, his mind is basically deteriorating because of this knowledge of oh. a past that was, and a, future, a current present that... It, was not gotcha and these competing timelines of what is real and what's not so it's driving him insane that's why he can't fully articulate himself that's why you know he's he's just full of rage for magneto because he's blaming magneto for what's happening i see i see which i think and you look at this next panel where magneto makes him fall asleep that's a magnetic trick how do you do that by slowing the blood flow of iron to his brain shush 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 yeah i go to sleep even Creed picks up. I thought you recognized him. You were mistaken. To the compound now. Mistaken, my Harry. You heard him. Let's go. <laughs> but we don't go with them. Instead, we go. Who is this? Which one? D- uh, is this gr- a gray beast? A dark beast. Dark beast. My task is to genetically amplify the powers of homo superiors deemed unfit for the cause. And I do love my work. He's working with Mr. Dukes. Do you know who Mr. Dukes is? Nope. Uh, can you tell by the physical nature of this person? He's a blob. He is the blob. Fred Dukes. 
So they're they're working as a team. Well, it that's, doesn't really look like they're working as a I, team. Yeah, I don't know that I would say that they're working as a team. Uh, the Blob is a genetic test subject of Dark Beasts. At this oh. Point. And I'll tell you this, a little tease afterwards. After the Age of Apocalypse story ends, mm-hmm. a couple of characters bleed into the 616. Oh, interesting. And he's about to, Blob's about to kill Dark Beast. But yeah. out of nowhere. What is this? Havoc, Prelate Summers, who is working with Dark Beast. Oh. So he is part of whatever system of authority is. He a bad guy? Potentially. He's an anti-flat scanner? Potentially. Potentially. Eh, I think you know. And at this point, we don't know why Beast is doing this genetic testing. We, or... don't, we don't know. This is the first issue. This is just. We don't know, Alicia. We don't know. You want to know. Yeah. And he's moving. Good Lord, McCoy. What did you do to him? How can something so big move so fast? Uh-oh. Just in the nick of time. Cyclops. Oh, what is this hair? Oh, Cyclops has got us. He's got the long hair. Yeah, you know, he's been going through some stuff. He's also ridiculously jacked right now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a trend that started basically in X-Men number one from 1991 where Slim was his nickname. Yeah. Not so slim anymore. You know, Not he, so slim anymore. He, he jacked up. On this next page, we get some back and forth between the siblings, the, the rivalry between them, some, some hostility. A mention of the Kelly Pact that Apocalypse has brought before the humans. So is Cyclops working with Apocalypse? Potential. Oh. He's definitely working with someone who we're about to meet. He's not working with the X-Men. That's for sure. That's for sure. Cyclops is going off about Dark Beast and his genetic experimentation. This lab was ordered to be shut down. Uh-oh. And we get a, a note from Alex being the head of security multiple mentions of the pens the pens the pens we don't know what those are though and like they mean and in mention they're like like pens like holding yes people pens not like writing pens right okay no es boligrafo oh it's mr sinister lads haven't I raised you better than this? Raised you? He made them? I don't think he made them. So something that you might not have known. Sinister. Something that I definitely don't know. <laughs> Let's be completely honest. Sinister. Nathaniel Essex. Yes. Had some connection. I'll put that lightly. To the Summers when they were in the orphanage. So when oh. Corsair, Christopher Summers and Catherine Ann Summers. The parents mm-hmm. died slash disappeared. Alex and Scott went to an orphanage. Yes. There's some connection that Sinister has to that orphanage. Oh, really? And to their backstory. So Okay. So, it so that's why though, he's saying, I raised you. So it seems as though without Xavier's intervention to recruit Cyclops to the X-Men, he fell under the control, under the influence of Mr. Sinister. Mr. Sinister. You love Mr. Sinister. I love Mr. Sinister. That's great. I do too. He's great. Interesting relationship between Sinister and Beast as he's like stammering, almost nervous in front of him. Anger in Havoc's eyes as he's left to deal with the mess. And Scott, join me for a walk. (laughs) 
Let's go for a little stroll, my friend. Sinister starts to lay the details of something that's going to come up. You know, he's leaving. He's He's got to go from this place. Sir, no, if it's something I've done, not everything is about you, Scott. That's right. No. A madness has seized one of our own. A dementia that I fear may lead to Armageddon. Oh. Lots of mystery on this page and what their relationship is in general. So I think I, I told you a little bit about it, but you know, in addition to his involvement of what I just said in the orphanage, yep. you know of Sinister's obsession with Cyclops's genes. Yes. That's how we got a baby. Which one? Gable. Gable. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah, I'm trying to remember Cable, that's how we got Cable to be born and Madeline yep. to exist. We get a note about Sentinels at the end. Sinister's going off. He's got another story that we'll see later on. Oh, later. Now we're in a new location as Angel. Wait, wait, wait. Why does he say Sentinels at the end of that page? Because he sees Sentinels. They're coming. Sentinel. Oh, look at them. Okay, what is going on? Who is this? This this is Angel? He looks like Gambit, kind of. Kind of, yeah, with the hood And thing, the hair. And the hair, yeah. It's funny that you say that because next page we're going to see Gambit. Okay. Who this lady? Her name's Scarlet, Scarlet, but I'm pretty sure that's not Scarlet Witch. I may be mistaken. Oh. Her name is Scarlet. She has red hair. And he references to Karima. She's beautiful, isn't she, Karima? In a human sort of way. You have company. It's the Cajun. The Cajun? The Cajun's in the house. I know who that is. Mysteriously from the shadows, I need to talk to Magneto. Ooh. There's mention of the Louisiana culling. Gambit don't play no games here, Warren. You know how to get to him. Also, you stole my headpiece and give it back. Yeah, now I just got this bandana and it's stupid. My cheeks are exposed. I hate it. Okay, so Gambit wants that inside conversation with the magneto himself yeah angel calls magneto a genetic terrorist wait 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 so angel's also not an x-men correct but how is Magneto? come on angel how is magneto a genetic terrorist if he's trying to bring people together don't you mean sinister or apocalypse or whoever else is in charge well, i mean it depends on where you fall right if you're a mutant that is okay with what's being done to humans then magneto would be seen as a traitor to the mutant race because he's trying to stop the elimination of homo sapiens oh good gravy there's mention of what magneto took from gambit underscoring how important this meeting is Uh oh what did he take on the next page on the next page westchester county what's Uh-oh. left of it is that rogie rogues that's and rogie some kind rogues of- Some kind of robot maid lady? A detail about electromagnetic cloaking to maintain Magneto's hidden base. This is Xavier's mansion, or what's left of it. Oh. Over time, a dozen mutants and more have called it home. Some live here, some are buried here. And Nanny is telling a story to baby Charles. Baby Charles? Rogue's baby. He just called her mama. Where's Dada? Who's it? It's a gambit. On the next page. On the next page, he says. On the next page. Dad Nito. What? (laughs) What? Yeah. What? 
I love it, but also, what the hell? Parents have work to do, Charles. You, bright and full of hope, my boy. I think it's interesting. There is indication that Rogue cannot touch the baby, but can touch Magneto. Something to do with his powers and like magnetic fields. Yeah, yeah. How do I make a baby? (laughs) (laughs) I need answers. He needs my touch, Eric. And someday we'll find a way to make that as possible for him as it is for me. I've promised you as much. Until then, be strong for all of our sakes. Yo, yo, hold up. Is there going to be some drama here? Did Magneto steal Rogue from Gambit? And then they had a baby. And now Gambit's like, give me back my love. Uh, Maybe. Oh, my God. Is this baby going to have powers? What's this baby's powers going to be? I can't answer that. Then we got the stranger again. Tell them exactly what happened to Charles Xavier, Magneto. Yikes. Magneto's telling Rogue, we must find out the only way we know how. No. We have no choice. Ever since Jean was dot, 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 lost to us. What? Dot, dot, dot. So he's basically coercing her to reach into his mind in the only way that she knows how, the only way that she's able to. Just by touching him and absorbing all his memories. Right. Oh my goodness, gravy. That's dangerous, Magneto. He's going to be some kind of an intermediary between the two, so he'll also get the memories. Hmm. But we don't get that yet. Elsewhere. Elsewhere. We have the horseman. Who is that? Abyss. Okay. And then Holocaust on the bottom. And Sinister there as well. And we're referencing Mikhail. Wait, this, this. Mikhail. Who'd you say this one with the blue mohawk is? Abyss. Abyss is giving me Zorn vibes. Yeah. But also looks like Invincible. (laughs) Yep. Totally. But yeah, Zorn too with the skull. Yeah, and the blue. Okay, so these friends are horsemen. These are the horsemen of the apocalypse. And mm-hmm. they're talking about Mikhail, who is missing, but is talking about his responsibility to apocalypse's nation. Ooh. Hi, honey, I'm home. Father is here. Ooh. Father. Oh, what the- who is this? Is this supposed to be Apocalypse? This is Apocalypse. I do not like this. It's interesting because this is the only time that he looks like this because I would agree this visual design is a little too broad shoulder, pointy, weird head. Yeah, I just. For my liking. I'm not into it. I'm I'm into all, like all of the other art in this book, but. The, the final design that you see throughout the later books is much better. It's, it's much more of a blend between this and his OG look. Mm. But he is the ruler of America and soon the world. Oh, soon the world. You know, I, I think it's interesting to think about this this look, his jacked up muscles, his, all these shoulder pads. What's causing this change in style? Like, What is this? Yeah. Because it seems consistent with everybody else that, you know, we all got shoulder pads now. It's something about his head that I just yes. don't it, like. It's how long and how rounded his head is. Yeah, I think that's it. Because see, in this in this next panel, when he's further away, his head has little, more of that square jaw shape. And that actually looks more like, I have an action figure of Age of Apocalypse's Apocalypse. Mm. That looks more like he does. Okay. So what are these friends talking about? Well, so he's he's monologuing about... What his his plans are. Of course, he needs to get that evil villain monologue in. Tell us what's up. We need the context drop. So what's happening? What's his plan? The forces of the Brotherhood are indeed in place for a final strike, Sinister. As we purged the country, so now do we cleanse the globe. 
Listen closely and hear the toll of doom as it chimes from humans worldwide. Hear the flat scans cry for a dream stolen as they drop their guard to coddle false promises of hope and empty treaties of peace. Kelly packed indeed. So often do I rely on the naivete of humans and so rarely am I disappointed. So he's playing them. He's yeah, playing them all. Like a fiddle. That's not kind of the noise a fiddle makes. That that was more like piccolo or a flute. Or turkey. Oh, sweet. Sweet Lord. Okay. And it's funny that Sinister is like, you realize, my liege, that once begun, a genetic civil war may claim both sides, human and mutant. Have you instead considered? So he's trying to talk him out of it. Yeah, well. It's... I think it's kind of, well, he's also, he's trying to talk him out of it. Because it's going to interfere with what his plans are. Because he has secret plans because Sinister always has his own secret always plans. Always has secret plans. I'm always I even doing have... my own thing. Sinister with his own secret plans, hyphen, always, <laughs> hyphen, and is distracted. Classic Sinister. I don't care. The strongest and the fittest will survive. That's my motto. You know me. I'm Apocalypse. I'm Apocalypse. That's, what I, that's how I do. That's what I'm about. And they will form the army of tomorrow. As you say, Father. Who's this Who's this dude? Holocaust. Holocaust. Not a fan of that name. Yeah, no, I understand that. He's got an awareness of what's to come and the plan to get us there. Sinister with his own secret plans, always, and is distracted. Leading us off page with a trailing ellipses as he's given crucial information to... Dot, dot, dot. Dun, dun, dun. Who it is? Wolverine. It's Wolverine in a hood. Two agents in Europe, London town, in search of a high council, using their little gene scanners against them. Snicked. Take me to your leader, flat scan. Uh Uh-oh. Taking their hoods off on the next page. Ooh. As we're in Big Ben. How can you say that's not Rachel? Because it's not. But it is. I I understand what you're saying, but that's just, that's Gene. No, it's not. Okay. But it is. (laughs) I understand what you're saying, that her hair looks similar. Her costumes look like a Rachel costume. Um, I don't know about that. And the fact that it has red, maybe, but Rachel's more often is all red and with spikes. Whatever. Who are these other people? Moira Trask. What? Yeah. Moira Trask. Yeah. Okay. Is she Gene, a mutant? Meet, meet Moira Trask. She and her husband, Bolivar, make up the spiteful two of the council. What is happening? All new. All different. Yeah. All new. Th- that's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. Who's this blonde? Emma. That's Emma? Which is interesting. I'm not sure. I believe it's Emma Frost. Okay, Emma. You're I Brian. think also you have Brian. Brian and Emma. So I don't know if that's also Brian Braddock. You know, you think of England. You think of where we are. Yeah. Okay. Here's Rachel Jean kissing Wolverine. The heck? You know, it's a touching moment as they question what they're doing, why they're working with Sinister and his plot to undermine Apocalypse. Because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Gene knows Sinister better than anyone. Dot, dot, dot. What? Mm. What does that mean? Someone watching in the darkness. I can't tell you all the answers. Uh, I can tell you some of the answers so you can understand, but... Who's watching in the darkness? We don't know. We don't know. Hey, we're back. We're back in Westchester. Back in Westchester, the X-Men versus the Stranger. The Stranger. We get some more details on Magneto's plan to use Rogue's abilities by extending the biomagnetic shield that protects me from Rogue's mutant ability. I hope to buffer her contact with the Stranger. 
I love Sabretooth's attitude here. If he whacks out while Rogue's doing her thing, gut him. Ooh. Got it. He don't care. <laughs> no. Not his words, Creed. Close enough. We have another shadowy figure. He goes inside. Is this inside his head? These crystally images? Something unexpected happens that no one has seen in this reality. What? Magneto's visions. So I just, I love this page. It's so cool. How it catches Magneto up on the world the stranger knows. Xavier didn't die, and so Magneto wasn't charged to hold up his dream. He followed his own goals and passions, and the two were forever at odds. Look at, there's Rogue and him in the Savage Land. Yep. You guys had a different relationship. Look, there's Cyclops and the X-Men's. You even have some acolytes on the bottom. Wow. You even have you even have Magneto DH to a baby on the bottom Ugh, right. I was trying to ignore that part. I was like, why is there a child wearing Magneto's helmet? I'm just going to let it go. Yep, can't. Can't. And then, ooh, and the Scarlet Witch is in there. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay. Then, oh, oh, watch out, Gambit. He just taked out Rogue. He takes Share. her down. Get back. <laughs> Separating the two of them, creating a psychic backlash. Uh-oh. Pietro is just such a daddy's boy. He's just <laughs> like, father. Uh, no. no. Remy, what? How? Relax, Cher. Take a breath. Take a deep breath. Uh-oh. Ooh, Sabretooth's got him. Sabretooth's got him. But Pietro says, Creed, put Gambit down. He's here because my father summoned him. Ooh. The sins of the past are forgotten for now. Oops. Kurt to my side as Magneto on the next page tells Nightcrawler what he needs to do. He's sent to go find his mom at the request of Magneto. His mom? Mystique? Mystique. His mom, Mystique? Oh, yeah. Gambit's just like, why am I here, Magneto? This interesting. So I can stare at you and my girl together? Yeah, this new Look love at triangle. your stupid child together? I hate him. I hate him. Give me my love back. He doesn't even know about the child, actually. Ooh. Until the next page where he finds out. Oops. Rogue's promise from Magneto. You promised me nothing would ever come between us again. Nothing. And I'm holding you to that, Eric. Till the day we die, as Gambit watches the shadows. Oof. Or do you want your son grown up in his world? Son, dot, dot, dot. His Creed. son? Yeah. What's the matter? Cajun, they forgot to invite you to the baby shower? Rough. <laughs> He's such a jerk. Well, uh, that's... That's Sabretooth. That's Sabretooth, and I don't blame him. Magneto constantly struggling with the weight of the promise that he made to Charles and his dream. Everyone's counting on you, Eric. Don't let us down. You're all the hope we have. Oof. Elsewhere. Explosion. Sinister has disappeared. Uh-oh. And Apocalypse is angry. Where'd he go? No one knows. Holocaust sends people after him. Second to last page. We're back. The X-Men are awaiting your word. Rogan Magneto, together, for a little private moment. Yeah. She saw the memories, too. The team's shaken by the claims of this stranger. Magneto seems to doubt himself as their leader and what he's trying to do. He's been really rocked by this flash of memories, these things that could have been. Yikes. And on the last page... What is this? A new challenger approaches. What is this? Crystal ball, crystal earth, crystals... Teases. Teases. Teases of what? What is it teasing? Issues to come. 
Okay, but there's words on the page. Like, what do the words say? I'm trying to read them. I'll let me get up in there. In his prouder moments, Eric Magnus Luncher considers himself a man of vision, but that vision has its limits. Though he believes he is aware of all the forces which threaten his world, he is wrong. For even as he plans his battles and wars, he is unaware of a new force, one spun from a far distant galaxy, one that splinters the very stars it swallows as it makes its way, faithfully and inexorably, towards Earth. Bom, bom, bom. Dun, dun, dun. End of the issue. End of the issue. That was riveting. That was a seminal moment. That was a seminal moment, okay? I'm telling you, so like you gotta... So this is a continuing conversation about what seminal moments are and what they aren't. And that was one. That was one. That was a game changer. So much was changed. But so much was changed in Giant Size X-Men in retrospect to what had happened before. (laughs) Don't shush me. This is different. So much was changed in X-Men number one as based to what it was before. I know that you feel how you feel about seminal moments, because but I've, I feel I, because, how I feel. Because I've read all the issues in between. Let me just tell you, this was exciting, okay? Because it was all new. It was all different. It was, a, it was a different approach. Yes, yes. It was exciting. The other ones, some of them, sorry, but they're just not as exciting. This one was exciting. This, I'm like, let's read the rest of this story now. Not right now, but like. But you liked it. Yeah. What'd you like about it? So many things. So many things. That's I, great. I, Age of Apocalypse is a great story. There's there's a lot of, a lot, a handful of threads that were started, but I felt like I got good information and a good intro to all of them. Yeah, it was slowly introduced. It was like each, each part was a seed for, and if you look at the scope of the issues that follow, each one is like a four part series that follows that i think it's i think they're each four parts but they they follow that thread a little further so that like the weapon x story follows with wolverine and gene oh cool the gambit and the externals follows with gambit the excalibre uh, excalibre is uh nightcrawler and what his journey is to find mystique yeah it's cool i like that a lot I really love the art visually. Visually, it's gorgeous and it's interesting. It's bright, pops with the colors. I like the designs of things. The layouts of the pages were really great. Just the story is interesting. There's characters that I love, like in a new light, but also having their quirky little classic moments. Yeah, yeah. Things were changed in terms of character, but not unrecognizable. Right. Overall, I thought it was great. Any questions? Any? Oh my God, so many questions, obviously. <laughs> what? Okay, what's Sinister's secret plan? Okay, where, what's going on with Apocalypse? Where'd those green people go? What's going to happen to this baby? Uh, where's Mystique? Where's she at? Like, how did Bishop get here? Is he going to be friends? Like, was Gambit going to cry all the time now because <laughs> Rogue is with Magneto and they have a baby? I mean, why does Jean look like Rachel? You gotta let that go. I can't. Okay, you gotta let that go. I just let me have my things. Like okay. who? Who is Sugar Man? What? What? When does X Man come in? I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, 
great. Those are questions. Dark Beast. I love Dark oh, Beast. Oh, Dark Beast. I love Dark Beast. Yeah, like what's going on with that situation? There's a lot. There's a lot. I, do, and I would agree with Dayspring about Beast being terrible. Dark Beast is great because Dark Beast embraces all the terribleness of Beast. <laughs> of Beast. And just is like, yeah, I'm a genetic manipulator. Let's do this. Let's do it. Yeah, I loved it. Into it. Ready for more. Whenever it comes my way. Diggity, diggity down. So I can tell you, I wanted to somehow talk about Age of Apocalypse over two episodes. Okay. So we have this. I have a wave of Marvel Legends action figures that is relative to Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. that we could go through that have some characters that you've seen. You've had, They have some characters that you haven't necessarily seen yet, and we could talk about that. Okay. And then I was like, oh, do we didn't just... This is basically just my way of, like, can we have a Marvel Legends episode? <laughs> Okay, we can have a Marvel Legends episode. Yay. For sure. But I I think I need to read. How can I read all of Age of Apocalypse? It's a lot. It's a lot. <sighs> I mean, it's all on Marvel Unlimited, but also, you know, we have other things that we need to read too. Yeah. All right. I'll come back to that. Okay. But I feel like I need to know a little bit what's going on before we do this Marvel Legends episode. Well, I'll tell you some some stuff as we're going through like the characters. Okay. And they will have a wave two that's coming out this year that I'm excited about. Oh, snap. And there is... We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> there is a Age of Apocalypse omnibus that is releasing in June. Oh. And I was like, oh, maybe that could be cool. Oh, that think, could be cool. I think it's I think it's actually two. Omnibi. Omnibi. Omnibuses. <laughs> Word. I think it's like a, a companion. But Yeah. That's the Age of Apocalypse. I liked it. You like my song? I loved your song. I practiced that in the car on the way home. I, like, you you don't understand. For verse one, I was like, yes, okay. And then when you said, I have a second verse, and it wasn't just a repeat of the melody of the first verse. It was actually, like, the second verse of Age of Aquarius. I took the lyrics and was like, okay, how do I adapt this narratively and structurally to the song? Really, really fantastic work. Really. I just, I can't wait to listen to it over and over again. Great. Until next time, old friend. <laughs> it's because you're dead, remember? But now you're a baby. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan. 